to the Skyrim Archives. This is show number four. It's the fourth show now. Yes. We found out that we get so many more hits of people downloading our Skyrim shows, so now we're just going to do Skyrim only. I don't know if it's the Skyrim shows themselves, because I haven't looked at each individual. I haven't broken down the the, uh, the stats by file, by each individual file. I've only do- broken it down by file type. But last week... For some reason, between December and January... January, our web traffic was doubled over December for some reason. And the only thing that I can... The only conclusion I came to was December was when we started the Skyrim Archives. Yeah, that's... Well, it doesn't matter. We're not gonna... We're almost done with this anyways. Uh, I think we got one more show of actual... Well, I'd say maybe two shows of actual quest story bullshit and then... Well, you barely play the game, so you still got a lot of stuff to catch up on, but... I do. No. Yeah, I'm a, I'm almost done with the game. So yeah, I think once we're done talking about the actual game, we're gonna uh, utilize Steam's Workshop and talk about the mods on that thing. Maybe, but in- install the various mods into Skyrim. Yeah. So, but I'm so in May because I'm gonna be in Vegas for a couple weeks. In May, we'll start the actual next game, which is Terranigma. And what makes you think that this show is gonna be out before you leave? I'm just. I'm just saying, I'll have it edited right when I get back, and then it'll it'll definitely be out before the <laughs> the part one of Terra Enigma. I can guarantee that, you know. So well, it's, I don't understand why you're telling people when it's gonna be. When yeah, it doesn't really make a difference because it or it already have passed when they listen to this show. You know, you're right. I'm sorry. My bad. I don't want to fight. It, it it's April 10th today. Give me a hug. It is April 10th. It's April 10th today, and by the time and the show's probably gonna be coming out on May 10th. Well, I can't talk like the future, okay? It just doesn't happen. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should learn to talk like the future. I don't know what the future would sound like. My name's Derek. My name's Don. And this is the Skyrim Archives, a spinoff of the Retro RPG Podcast. you find the shows at RetroRPG.net. Email. Yeah. Email, yes, email. Well, we, as far as us getting any email, no. Okay. Pe- people, people hate us now. I bet they do. Because we no longer do retro RPGs, which we're going to do. Yes, yes we're swear we're going to get back into it. Yes. I think we should do Final Fantasy X sometime. <laughs> no, no, not not that one. Ha 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 ha! Oh god! Oh my god! I never even knew about that until you posted it, and it just sickens me. <sighs> I never remember exactly when I first when I first got to that scene. It was it was so painful. I'm thinking. What? Did they? Are they seriously doing this? What? They're seriously doing the awkward laugh. It was pain. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Yeah. See, I, there's certain stuff I can't watch, like shows that like kind of like punk people or whatever, because it it makes me uncomfortable. I can't even watch it. I want to like get out of the. I want to. I want to get out of the room. I don't like it. <laughs> and that's what that did. It it made me un- embarrassed and uncomfortable that it, that I'm listening to it and it exists. Did you see the Japanese version of this? No. No, I have not. What they did, they did a video where they did the American, like some some uh, talking on American, and then they did the Japanese one. I guess Japanese sounded better. Well, no, no, I think it sounded <laughs> worse. The Japanese laugh, it sounds like a like a crow, like cock, cock, cock. It's like it sounds even worse. It sounds like a crow. Even people in the comments were like, it "Sounds more like a crow than anything." He's he's grabbing his cheeks, saying it's weird. Yuna's telling him to laugh out loud. He's taking his taking a deep breath. <laughs> It, it is worse. It is, isn't it? It's, a, it's like a fucking crow. Caw, 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 caw. <laughs> this is why you don't add voice to RPGs. No. And this was like, what, now they all have it, right? They pretty much all do voices after this Final yes, Fantasy? 
I think it's an unnecessary expense. You let me bro- I think you let me borrow this game. Yes, I did, and I don't think you finished it. And I played a couple hours into it, but man, was it so linear. And I thought it was going to be pretty cool. I th- I think I played it up until you actually get to play that whatever that stupid soccer game and water thing. But the the end guy, I don't think it is even the end guy, but that sin thing was like, okay, this is cool. This is different. I am your father. So I was kind of interested, but man, point A to point B to boss. I could yeah, I couldn't take it. <sighs> I hate things that are linear. I'm watching the video again and I for some reason, I just have an image of Gilbert Gottfried. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> the way he laughs—that's a hundred. That could have been the voiceover. Yes, I'd like to see Gilbert with his um with a with his Japanese accent. Yeah, really. Where the fuck were we? God damn it! We really got off topic there, people. I'm sorry. We were well. We were talking about how we're actually going to do retro RPGs. Oh yeah, that's right. Instead of just the Skyrim crap. Because I know we've been doing a lot of off-topics since, like, February. That was the last show we did, Final Fantasy VII. Was that the last? Yes, it was. Then we did Advent Children. Yeah, but that was a movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll get back on track in May and start actually doing uh start actually doing RPGs and that's gonna start with Terra Enigma, which I don't know how big that game is, so people need to kinda inform us on how many parts we should probably do. Yeah, I have I have done zero research on it. There's a few people that have played it, so uh I don't yeah, I don't know. You're gonna have to f- help us fill in the blank blanks there. Yeah. I'll probably do some research at work tomorrow, since I don't do anything at work to start with anyway. Yeah, that'll work. I think that's it. Covered the email, website, forms, Google forms. People talk on the forums now. Yeah, I actually posted a little on there today. Yeah, I know. Offered a rebuttal. Oh, you did? Yeah. How'd you offer a rebuttal? Posted to some, 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 something you posted I replied to. Oh, you did? Yeah. I think so. Or maybe that's, I didn't. Not seeing it. No, I don't think I did. Ha ha ha. God, it's so dumb. I think it's time we forget about the the crows and... Focus on Skyrim. You started with your new thief character, right? Yes, I've already started with the new thief character. And let me tell you something. Thieves are hard to level. I'm level... I think I'm level 20-ish now. In the 20s. And uh, just the... Because I'm, I'm focusing on only bows. Mm-hmm, good. So all, all my attacks have to be bow attacks. And since I'm using bows, that means I have to also concentrate on sneaking. So I get the, the, the attack bonus. And there is a lot of just sneaking just to sneak, just so you can level up your sneak skill. Right, you should be sneaking quite a bit. I am sneaking everywhere I go. That'll help level it up good. And that, but the bow, ugh. I don't know how to, I don't, I don't know the trick to leveling the bow. I just got it to 100. Is there a trick, or you just have to, just no, I use the piss out of it. You just use the hell out of it. Damn. There's way there is tricks that I could tell you how to do, but you have to just you have to just keep hitting something. Like you know, you know one of those characters you can't kill, like one of those where you try to kill them and they just get on, get on bended knee and just like huff and puff. Yeah, but I didn't want to piss off the guards. So you could do it that way, or when you get the join the Dark Brotherhood and you get that horse Shadowmere. Okay. It's got like an insane amount of health points, and it regenerates health fast. You just keep shooting uh, arrows at that. <laughs> yeah, you turn your horse into a pincushion. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get mad at you. <laughs> it doesn't get mad at you. What I have been doing is finding mammoths mm-hmm. and finding areas where mammoths can't go, like under bridges, and then just plucking the hell out of the mammoths that way. Oh, you piss them off and run to the bridge and yes. and hide under there while they try to get to you. 
Yes, and all they do, they just stand there and bitch and moan about you shooting them. How many arrows can you get into them before you kill them? Oh, my dear Jesus, it's like 30 or 40. And that's how you're loving them that up? Yes. Yeah, so the thief one, it's kind of, it's kind of different. Now, I'll tell you how I did mine. You're right, I do sneaking and I, the bow thing was a big help because you want to, it made the game a lot funner. You just go running around and just sneak attacking everybody with the bow and killing them when they're not seeing you. But, I also did one-handed, so I I got dual daggers, and I level up that one-handed school, skill tree to the right for all the dual savagery, dual dagger stuff. So I got I made I made after you get you know how to do the smithing to a hundred, you get those iron yes. daggers, and once you get smithing to a hundred, I got two daytrick daggers, and I just use those because what you can do is you can sneak up to your enemy. You gotta be real quiet and take your time and sneak up while somebody's back's turn. And then I just hold down both buttons on the mouse pad to to uh, enable the. It's got like a four hit combo deal where he puts one blade up, one blade down, and then he does this like swinging attack with it. And you'll do fifteen damage, fifteen times damage. I've seen the perk, but I haven't trained in any of the um, dagger skills or one arm skills. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be careful on how you train stuff. Uh, let me. Uh... I'm focusing on the main stuff that I know I'm constantly gonna use. Yeah, that's a good uh, a good idea. That's what I've. I don't even have it all full, filled out yet, but I just sent you the Skyrim calculator thing. Yeah, I've I've used that in the past. Where I planned out everything. So I was gonna use 100% skills. Unlock all the perks in archery. Unlock all the perks in sneak. Um, one-handed. I did the first five. And then the, the then three more for the dual fury savagery because I was going to use just the just the daytrick uh, just the little daggers or whatever um, alchemy I unlocked quite a bit on that yeah the first five on alchemy and then two more uh, what else smithing of course I unlocked all the way to uh, the dragon armor enchanting I almost lo- I almost unlocked everything on enchanting except for the soul stuff so two things i didn't unlock on there but i didn't do anything with magic because you don't need any you don't need to waste time on magic in fact it when you level up just level up health and stamina depending on which ones you use i'm leveling up yes just health and stamina more more health than stamina i go back and forth between them so they're yeah. equal i usually do a two to one ratio on or, or three to one depending because I can burn through stamina quick if I'm attacking somebody with my daggers. Now, I re- now when I was editing the last show, I noticed that you said that it, leveling was difficult at, at level 50. Yes. If you think it's difficult now, you have no idea. Well, I have a trick. It probably doesn't pertain to you anymore, given your advanced level. But I found out by accident that uh, pickpocketing levels up ridiculously fast. Oh, it does. Yes, I had 100 pickpocketing by level 8. Oh, you're just going in stealing whatever had the highest percentage of you getting away with it? Right, and I had alchemy. I had level 50 alchemy at level 10. Because you just made a bunch of potions. I didn't make any... I didn't make one goddamn thing. So how did you level alchemy? Okay, so this is what I did. went to Whiterun, and I went to the alchemy shop. You know, the woman that's in there. So, what I did, I, I trained, I, I found this out on my last playthrough with the, with the mage. I had, I, she trained me in alchemy, and then something happened where she ended up attacking me for some reason. I did something, and it pissed her off, so she started attacking me. And I said, oh, I'll just fuck, fuck around with her, and then, uh, just, just load to save. So I killed her, and then I looted her body. And I found out that my money that I gave her for training was lootable. It didn't, it didn't go away. So, 
I said, huh. And then when I started my thief character, I put two and two together. I had her train me in alchemy. And then I would just steal all the money back and then just keep repeating, train alchemy, steal the money back, train alchemy, steal the money back. And that's how I leveled up pickpocketing. But there is a catch. At, at a certain point, you could still train, but you can't take the money back because there's so much money that it's impossible to steal. It's not only that, I think it's above a thousand bucks. No, I can steal, I can steal, it's, it's 90% all the way up to about 1700 gold. And then after that, it, it falls drastically to the point where at, I think it's 2500 gold, the chance to steal is something like 10%. No, it shouldn't be like that at all. I thought, when was, when were you doing this? Recently? Yes. I, I also, but I trained pickpocketing to where pickpocket, in pickpocketing where it, if you steal gold, it's an easier chance to steal gold. Wait, you actually put perks into pickpocketing? Yeah. Oh, okay. That might be why. Because for me, even if I take a pickpocketing potion that I I experted on, I'd still 0% chance to steal the gold off them after you used it to level up. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? what? I lost my train of thought. When I level, sometimes it costs a couple thousand per level. Like, yes, it's getting extremely expensive. It does. Well, money won't matter at a certain point as a thief. You're, you're going to have more money than anything. But so, but even still, I couldn't steal it off him no matter what. I had a hundred in pickpocketing. Uh, I had no perks put in there though, and I had pickpocketing potions that were supposed to boost it, but it was at zero percent, so I had no luck. You need the perk into the. You need to train some of the perks because I noticed when I train gold is easier to pickpocket. The chance to pickpocket gold skyrocketed. Okay. I never bothered with that, and I I, I don't need it really because I don't need money. But I found ways around leveling every skill that I hadn't got a hundred yet. And right now I'm at like level seventy-seven, so I'm almost done with getting everything at a hundred. And I can walk through them. I got a list. That's what my show notes were: how to cheat the system to get to level eighty-one. Still following the rules of Skyrim, you could still do. I didn't. I heard about the whole stealing the money by pickpocketing thing, but by at that point everything costs so much. There's no way I could do it. So I already told you on the last show, Dance of the Mud Crab. That's how I got blocking up. Yes. I ran up there with a Daytrix shield and let that thing just hit me forever. <laughs> and just walk away from the computer, put it on something like on normal or easy, so they didn't hardly do any damage. And like, Actually, I think I had to hold it down, but still, it took forever. Uh, I got this one called Dance of the Spikes. This was for restoration, and I wasn't doing it right. So uh, there's a little, there's a little, I don't know, mine or town thing, a bandit little area right above Whiterun. That nearby it, there's a hole you could fall down into that has spikes. And there's some dead bodies down there or whatever. It's kind of like a little trap. I think I, I, think I know the one you're talking about. Because there's a door that leads to a dungeon. Yes. Yes, I've been there. So you can get out. And so I jumped down there. Basically, well, first let me start off beforehand. I, I leveled up my alchemy and my enchanting. So I could make perfect armor. So what I did was I made uh, your armor, helmet a gold ring and a gold necklace i i made all those with and i uh and i enchanted it with uh fortify uh alchemy enchantment then i go to then i go to my alchemy table and or not yeah my alchemy table and my uh, house in white run and i create f- f- uh enchanting potions while wearing this armor that increases the uh potions more. So I, with those enchanting potions, I go back, get a new set of armor, a gold necklace and ring, go back to the enchanting area, enchant those, 
after I drink one of the enchanting potions. So that makes those stronger. I enchant those with Fortify Alchemy again. This time, now they even have a better percentage on these because I drank an enchanting potion. So I ditched my old set of um, Fortify Alchemy set because now the new set's stronger. Then you go back to your uh, alchemy table, make some more enchanting potions. That'll give you a 32% enchantment in bo- bonus. Wait, so you can keep doing this forever? No, 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 no. Oh. That's the highest. 32's it. You're done. You can't make better enchanting potions. That's the highest enchanting potions you can make. So then I went back and into the enchantment, got a new set of armor, you know, armor, helmet, necklace, and ring. Now, in this case, I already unlocked on my enchantment section the highest one where you can dual enchant things. On this this one, I uh, created one for Fortify Alchemy and Fortify Smithing. So it was dual enchanted, this armor. Mm-hmm. So now, I go, I wear this. I wear all the Alchemy and Smithing armor that I just enchanted. Go back to the Alchemy table, and I, I create... Fortify, uh, I create smithing potions because these are going to be great smithing potions. So now you have, you know, the the armor that increases smithing. You 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 create whatever Daytrick armor and all this stuff you want, or uh, and you increase it to legendary while drinking the smithing potions. And you have literally an unstoppable character. What happened to me is I broke the game because I had I had a bow, I had a Daytrick bow that could do fifteen hundred damage. Which would one hit kill everything in the game? Yeah, I'm waiting till I get up there. And then I had Daytrick daggers that were like 250 or 280, I think. Jesus. So I was killing everything in the game, and I I couldn't use them. I didn't use them. I, I got them sitting in a chest in my White Run house because I the the game's no fun. You didn't hang them up on the wall? No, I I probably could hang them on the wall. Whatever, it don't matter. There's 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 spots where you can hang weapons on the wall. I, I'll probably have to t- do that because these are ultimate weapons. And and the armor, I had the full Daytrick armor, and I had that. All the stuff I had on those was like fortify bow da- or bow damage to increase bow damage, like forty-seven percent per piece of armor. Jesus, that's how I got fifteen hundred damage per the bow. And then I had the other thing was fortify or like sneaking, so I, I'd be like so much better at sneaking. In this heavy armor, so I I, I put all that stuff away because I'm like this stuff. It's just I can't play the game like this. My armor rating was like 580 something, which was like everything that came up to hit you wasn't doing any damage. And this is with your your, your thief? Yeah. Oh. And and this is with me on master. Nothing could kill me. So are you gonna make another character and start over again? Or? No. What I'm telling you is I'm not using any of that oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Those weapons, that armor, I put in uh, a drawer in my house. And I went back to my original weapons and armor that were okay. You know, I upgraded them before I had the whole smithing armor and that stuff. Because I'm like, these are strong, but they're not game-breaking. I can still die. Okay. But if I use the new stuff, what's the point of playing the game? Nothing kills me. It's no fun anymore. So I went back to my old stuff, you know, the whole Master Guild stuff from the Thieves Guild. And I had one of those Krosis masks. So I went back to the old stuff and the old Daytrick bow and daggers that weren't as strong. But anyways, using this using this great enchanting potions, I create a full set of armor, dual enchantments. So I created one full set of armor where it does uh, uh, fortify destruction destruction magic. So it's 25% less uh, mana cost for uh, destruction per piece of armor. So basically, the four pieces of armor makes it so all my destruction magic cost me zero mana. So I could use the best spell in the game, the master spell in the game, and just keep casting it forever. But why? I thought you were a rogue. Why did you train into magic? 
I didn't train any in a magic. You're not following me. I created armor because I use alchemy enchanting, right. just like a thief would, to create ultimate armor. So what that, what that means is now I can cast something and it costs me nothing. So I could be a mage if I wanted to. Oh, okay. I see. I can instantly. I I can instantly change into a master mage if I wanted to with this guy, because all you have to do is just wear the armor. Yes. <laughs> and now you're destruction me. The thief thing is the perfect class, I think, because you can literally... I could be a warrior. I got the armor and the and the weapons to make me invincible. Or I could be a, a, a master mage at, at all of them. Con, uh, illusion, destruction, restoration, conjuration, alteration. All of those I have armor for that literally cost me no mana, no matter what skill I'm using. How'd you get so... And this is all Daedric armor? No, I just used oh, okay. whatever, the cheapest shit I could find. Uh, glass armor, I think I was using. And gold rings and gold uh, necklaces or whatever. Oh, okay. I thought it was all of one armor type, but it's all various armor types. Correct. Okay. I was about to say, where the fuck are you finding all these hearts? Daedric hearts I can buy. See, what I have uh, currently that I am using... I used the best smithing stuff or whatever, or the best enchantments, and I created a gold necklace and a gold ring that gave me pricing decrease or whatever. I call these the greed necklace and greed ring, and it gives me like a forty cent. Uh, it gives me like a, a like a twenty seven percent better pricing when buying and selling mm-hmm. per piece. So now things cost half of what they would did, and I think I could sell stuff for a lot more now. So that helps out with uh, selling and buying junk. So anytime I see Daytrick Hearts, I'll buy them. They sell them over at the College of Winterhold if you haven't completed all the quests. And then they sell them randomly at places. Plus, I, there's a place you can fight the Daytrick guys. Just an endless supply of them? They come back after so often. There's four of them. You remember the Dawnstar Museum? Remember that guy that was like a museum cult guy that wanted you to come back and collect three parts of a razor and bring it back to him? Yeah, but I don't know if I finished that or not. Well, if you do, you'll find out where this temple is where he wants to put it back together. Oh, yeah, and there's um, kind of like a huge statue overlooking the door of the place. Yeah? Yes, and then basically you, you redo the um, the sword or whatever it's called, and the, the thing yells at you, tells you to kill the guy, and you can decide whether or not you want to kill him, or if you don't kill him, then, what is it, two, uh, two Daedric? Warriors come come down and try to kill everybody. Okay, is that the what one? What did you do? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. What did you do? I wanted to save the the curator of the museum. I didn't want to kill him. So when he told me to kill him, I just stood there and did nothing. So what happened after? I didn't do that. What happened after that? Well, the uh, the Daedric guys were summoned, and then the curator turned on me. So you had to kill him. I had to kill him. I'm thinking, what the, the fuck, dude? I didn't do anything to you. I was just standing here. You you had to select the option, no, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say, you're evil. Yeah. You didn't do that, did you? you just... No, I, no, I selected the thing. I, I, I told him I wasn't going to kill the dude. I don't know why he attacked you then. I don't know why either. I wish I had fraps of it so I could post it and figure it just out. Because ha- technically what's supposed to happen, if you if you don't kill him and you save him, he'll take the he'll take the sword that's put it back together and he'll put it in his case at his museum. Yeah, that's what I figured what, is what And you'll happen. never get to be able to use the sword. I can't steal it out of the case? No. Aww. That's You gotta do the evil stuff. Anytime it gives you the option, I torture and kill everybody I run into. Because <laughs> you get awesome weapons. These day trick weapons they give you, that steal souls and all that stuff, are some of the best in the game. Like that mace of Mulgore or whatever. You only get from, like, really killing people. So, so yeah, I killed him instantly. I ran over and stabbed him. And the day trick guards still get summoned. 
even the, yes. even the gods still wants to still wants you to fight. I I read the um oh uh, the thing for it. Yeah, thing for it afterwards, and basically they 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 cut they t- you get attacked regardless of what you do. Yeah, but there's two there, and then inside the place where the chest is, there's two more. So that's four Daedra cards right there, and they respond every so often. Oh, I didn't know they respond. Yeah, you can go back. I don't know how many days there's. They probably have it somewhere. So if you need Daedra cards, that's the place to do it. And in fact, to re-talk about what I was doing, I had my full restoration gear on, and what I was doing is I went into that hole with the spikes, and I would just jump up and down and run into the spikes while I was dual casting restoration the entire time. Because <laughs> you have to hurt yourself. You can't just cast it and have full health. Right. Or so it won't level, which sucks. Yes. So you got to be constantly hurting yourself. I I know that. I, fi- I figured that out a long time back. This is back in November. There were some there were some spikes that came out of the wall when you stepped on a plate, which would hurt you. But they didn't kill me, so I figured, huh. Let me try something out. So I cast respell, the regen, uh, restoration spell and just stood on the thing so that the spikes would constantly stab me. And restoration was going up. But I also noticed that, and I should probably uh, take a, f- a video of, of this on how to do it. In the house in Whiterun, there is a metal, an iron kettle that you have. If you go into the alchemy room and close the door and wedge the kettle in between a corner. I found that the wall and the alchemy table works best, and then kind of walk into the kettle. The kettle will start to vibrate around violently and hurt you. So that's another so you're way. you're pushing it into the corner of the wall. Yes. I know, what you're, I know the place you're talking about. Yes. And, the, and then the game, the game doesn't know what to do, so basically the velocity of the, of the kettle goes apeshit, and it keeps hitting you at this high velocity, hurting you. And then you just cast restoration, and you're yes constantly. Wow, I didn't know about that. Does it do a lot of damage? Can you actually almost die from it? You can almost die from it, but but there is a catch. You could spend mm. roughly, you could spend upwards of five minutes trying to get the right spot, and even then, standing in that spot isn't permanent because you you're constantly kind of having to adjust your yourself because the kettle's pushing you out of the corner. Oh, that's kind of sucks. And so there there is some work involved. Also, that same trick. This is easier with the push carts. Some of the push carts, I don't know if you've noticed, if you jump in them, they'll fly away. Or they'll just get launched into, into some random direction. Yes. Or, or you could run into a push cart and it'll, it'll move. You can run those push carts into people. Or you can launch them into people. And it will hurt them and eventually kill them if you do it enough times. Do they think you're attacking them? They have no idea what's going on. As a matter of fact, they get pissed, but they get pissed off at the cart, and they'll start shouting, Is that th- is that all you got? They're not at you. They're no. actually looking at the cart. Yes. Well, they're not looking at them, but the cart will hit them, and they'll they'll scream some random taunting thing at the cart. That's hilarious. It's very funny. I didn't know anything about that. Skyrim is full of so many bugs. I love this game so much. Well, I know. I remember that's what I first hated I love all these bugs. Skeleton bones. They have them laying around everywhere. Yes. I remember going into a room where they like the whole room was just littered with skeleton bones and I barely I barely made it out of that room alive. <laughs> Cuz you you trip and fall and all of a sudden you're doing massive amounts of damage <laughs> falling all over these skeleton bones on the floor and you're like, "What the hell is killing me? I'm just walking over some bones and it's like I'm getting attacked by 20 people." Uh, funny, the funny thing is, I, I noticed this with the kettle thing. Sometimes the kettle will do just enough damage, but it won't. 
it'll it'll do damage to you, but your health bar won't show up because it won't do enough damage. But your your screen will still be splattered with blood. Oh yeah, so you need to do a lot of damage so you can constantly be healing yourself. Yes, because you can't do a little. Because restoration was the biggest pain out of all the skills to level to a hundred. It takes so long. It I don't takes know why. forever. I don't know why oh, it has to take forever. God, it's more than any other skill point. It took forever. Uh, what I ended up doing, I did the spike thing up until a certain point, like in the level 80s, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. It took forever jumping around on spikes. Like, I, I'm like, ah, screw this. And my friend who already beat the game like a month or two ago, he told me, go up to that place, like I told you, the one that has all those four Daytrick guards. Go in, so I went in that room, I, I went into that uh, place, I killed two of the Daytrick guards. I got the, I got my, uh, level at master. So they're hitting me and doing some damage, and then I just stand there and dual cast uh, uh, healing the entire time while they attack me. Because they're constantly hitting me with a bunch of sword attacks. And sometimes you got to keep an eye on it because they could uh, they could kill you. So you could, if they're gonna if they're close to killing you, just dial it down to easy. You dial it down to easy mode, they barely do any damage to you. Wait, hold on, that doesn't work. No, so I left it at master because they do a lot of damage. And anytime they are getting close to killing me, I run across the room and heal up a little. Uh-huh. But you're constantly healing yourself, and you're constantly going up, and it still takes forever. But that's the I think that's the best way to do it, because you're still getting a lot of damage done to you, so you're constantly healing yourself. Yes. That was such a pain. There are also some plates that, if you stand on them, will infinitely shoot fire at you. See, the, those don't activate for me, because I got that sneak perk, so... Ah, uh, yeah. I got the one, so I it, no nothing will get activated when I stand over that. Or I'll say, what do you use that? I tried. I went to one of the dungeons that had it, just trying to turn it, off. Or turn it on. Or, yeah, turn it on. So I'm like, damn it. I would have so been down for that. Yeah, the restoration was the longest. There were some that are super easy. Like, there's one. What's that? Pickpocketing. Uh, yep. Oh, my God. It was beyond easy. That was a bad. Speech is easy if you know you got to go to Riften, and there's a guy at the Honeybrew Meadery or one of the meaderies in Riften. And he's standing behind the counter. You talk to him. Once you're above a level 30, you can you can persuade him, and he'll always say yes. You'll always succeed at persuading him. But it's always the same thing. So you can keep just going through the dialogue, persuading him. If it's before level 30, you have to pay money to tr- to persuade him. But once you're past level 30 on speech, you keep persuading him, just hitting the going through the dialogue, and you'll level up uh, real fast. And this is in Riften. Yeah, every couple times of persuading him, you gain a level. I didn't know that. I was going up to uh, uh, that place up north where people are having the nightmares. Uh, yeah. And talking to the Khajiit to have them train me. Oh, okay. But and then try, uh, and trying to steal money from them from them animals is hard because there's four of them. Always watching you. They're always watching you. And unless unless there 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 there's four of them. One's in the tent selling stuff. So that's not an issue, but there's three of them constantly standing around. Sometimes one will go sit on the log, but the other two, but maybe one's stirring the pot of food, and the other one's just watching you. Yeah, they're they're a pain. Yeah, so stop looking at me, goddammit! Go do something else. Here, 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 have this ball of yarn. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a good way to do speech. I never had a problem with speech once I figured it out, that little trick. But the other magic stuff, like I said, you have a full armor that does zero mana, so the mana cost is not a problem. There's one, and I call this I call this Dance of the Dead Animals. So there's one <laughs> called Soul, Soul Trap. I don't know which one that falls under. There's a, there's a magic spell called Soul Trap. I think, con- no, not Conjuration. Maybe it is Conjuration. 
I don't, I don't know. know what it would be. Whatever the case, I went out of right run because I learned about this. I wanted to, f- I, uh, you know, look online. What's the fastest way to level these up? I'm never going to use magic. All I want to do is get up to level 81 before I beat the game and everything like that. So I found out. I went out to outside of white run, uh, killed the first deer I saw with a bow, ran up to it, and I just kept soul trapping the dead deer's body. <laughs> what? I thought once you soul trap something, you can't do it no more. That's the thing. It's dead. I don't know how it's just, it's it's a glitch or whatever, but like a, every two or three times you're gaining a level. Zoom through to a hundred. What the fuck? It's just a deer? A dead deer just laying on the ground. I just keep hitting it with soul trap. Now, do you have to have spare soul gems? Nothing. I don't have any soul gems. All I'm doing... F- that's a, That has to be a bug. It's just casting uh, this, this... I don't even know what this soul trap magic spell is supposed to do. It's supposed to trap souls into the into the gems, into the soul gems. Okay, well, uh, apparently when they're dead, it doesn't really uh, work out so well. It helped me level perfectly on that one. That one I was just so ecstatic over after having to deal with the restoration. There's also another one. Um, oh, what's this one called? I call this one Every Day I Be Muffling. You know the muffle spell? Is that the one that silences your footsteps? Yes. Well, I know of it, but I've never used it. So that's the one I, I ended up using, just casting that, dual casting that. Will help you level quickly. There's another one. It's called. Uh, there's another magic spell for another. Because there's so many different magic sections. There's alteration, illusion, conjuration, destruction, restoration. You got to get all those to a hundred. Uh, so there's one called telekinesis spell that I bought, and that makes you. You can. You see something from across the room anywhere, and you can grab it and and take it over to you, like you're holding it in front of you. So if you see something in like a far away place that you want to steal, but but there are people there, you can just go pull it to you. <laughs> so it's called telekinesis. It's a, it costs expensive magic, but once you got this armor on, it costs you nothing. So what I did was I just took, I grabbed a plate. I was in Dragon Reach. I grabbed a plate <laughs> off the table. And I just st- stood there and let it levitate in front of me as I just skyrocketed up in, in levels. So you don't have to. You just have to pick it up and just let it sit there. I just pick it up and hold it in front of me. Now, if you don't have the armor, does it drain your mana? Like nothing. Okay, so it's not... Because you've got to realize, I only have 100 mana, whatever I started the game with. So it doesn't cost... So it, it's not so much that it costs mana to cast, it costs mana to maintain. Yeah. Okay. And right now it costs me zero mana per second. On everything. Every spell. No matter what, how strong they are. Because you have d- varying armors for your... You have the armors that give you 100% mana regain on that specific uh, magic. Man, you're really playing the metagame on this, on, on Skyrim. Dude, there will be no way I could ever... I wanted to get to level 1. Level 81, because I wanted those perks. And I can have an ultimate character where I can do... What if I want to go in the game and just screw around and be a destruction mage and just walk around and just catch everything on insane amounts of fire or whatever crazy magic they have? I can do that now. And I didn't have to play the entire game being a mage. Oh, shit. So I'm going to play the whole game as a thief. And then once I find everything pretty much out, I can go around as a warrior that can be unstoppable, or I can be a, a mage and just go around and uh, cast the master spells on everything. Yeah, I still need I, to get this. I still. Skyrim. I yeah, I know. It's I'm telling you, it's fun. I don't know how you get it. Don't get into it. You just play too many different games. I'm, I'm telling you, I play too many different games. I, I've I've <laughs> I, I'm literally on the verge of hooking up my a third monitor so that I could have. 
two instances of EVE Online and possibly Minecraft or some other game on the third monitor. But you understand it's physically impossible for a human being to mind, uh, multitask. Proven for a fact, no human being can multitask. You're jumping between tasks, sure. Yeah. Well, EVE Online is not a, an intense game like, say, Unreal Tournament, where you have to devote all of your attention to the game. Okay. Even still... In, in Minecraft, you could just kind of go hide somewhere, or just go inside your house if you have a house built. Yeah, but you, I don't know. So just focus on one game. Like, this game is so great. You know this game's great, right? I would like four monitors so I could have a movie playing on the fourth. But I don't understand that. Like, if I want to sit down and watch a movie, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm not going to be jumping around looking at the internet at the same time. Or, or I could have Eve, Eve on one monitor. I could have Skyrim on the, on the main monitor. I could be mining in Eve because mining is is pretty low, uh, requires very minimal brain power. Have Skyrim on on the main monitor, have a video on the fourth monitor, and have some other game, I don't know, SimCity 4 or Minecraft or, or something that I can intermittently pay attention to on the on the third monitor. So the question is, what would you be getting done? Absolutely everything. You'd be getting done nothing, I bet. What are you talking about? I'd be getting done. I I do a quest in Skyrim. When I finish a quest, and I tend to everything else that needs to be tended to, then I go back to Skyrim. Tend to everything. Else. You're not getting anything done. You could do the same with one monitor. Play Skyrim, complete a quest, no, close I it out. No, I can't mine and play Skyrim at the same time. Well, you're ta- you're talking having the game run behind another game. And just alt-tab between them all? You, I guess you could do that, yeah. It's a pain in the ass, because I, I need to be able to see them all. Why? I, need to, I, I don't want to have to go through keystrokes. I need to be able to just glance over and see what's going on. I just, I, I, you're, I don't see you getting more stuff done. It's not like it's more efficient. Like, oh, okay, great. Now, it's not like you're watching a movie, playing Skyrim, playing Minecraft, and, and looking at the internet at the same time. Time. Now, I understand what you're getting at. Yes, I'm not. You're doing physically that. doing one thing yes. on one monitor. The activity is broken up. Yes, I understand that. No matter if you can see them all or not, you're still just doing one thing. You only get two eyes, and they're both glued on one monitor. Yeah, I understand what you're what you're getting at, but it's more efficient to have everything already open on its own monitor, so I'm not alt tabbing between everything. The the time it's going to save you compared to the money it's going to cost per monitor. Is, is outrageous. Yes, the, I save so much time. Okay, it, it takes schoolwork. I can have a book on one screen and the test on the other screen. No, no, don't act like you're actually doing schoolwork with this shit. All I right? am doing schoolwork with this shit. W- or I might have Word. I, I might have two instances of Word open. I'll have the instructions open on one screen, and I'll have the project open on the other screen. <sighs> or if I had a third monitor, I could have, I could have email on one screen. See, I'm now I'm making this into a, into a professional format. I'd have email on one screen. I could have my work on the main screen, and I could have, say, instructions or some something else business related on the third screen. Or maybe Cause right, because you're right. When you're doing your project, you need to be looking at your email at 24/7 on another screen. Exactly. Yeah. I get so much goddamn email. Yeah, sure. Well, you have Windows 7. There's tabs on the bottom. You just pick which what project you're, you're on in a and open full those up. If you're in a full screen deal, th- th- you have to alt tab, and alt tab takes seconds in order to load your desktop. And sometimes some programs don't like alt tabbing. <sighs> if you had two monitors, you would understand. I don't. I want to get a new monitor because this is the most outdated. Turn that outdated into a second monitor. monitor. I'm telling you right right now. Talk well, right I now. wouldn't be able to sell it for anything worthwhile. Well, so then turn it into a second monitor. I could, but 
it would look goofy. The monitors are going to be different sizes. I have a 19-inch monitor and a 24-inch monitor. I know. I got some of those at work, and I guess monitor's a monitor, but still, I'm not going to be... I'll have to try it out and see. Try it out and see. Anybody with multiple monitors, you need to email the show, podcast at retrorpg.net. I just don't have ADD, okay? Tell Don. So I don't do this kind of crap. Tell Don how much more efficient work becomes. I'm not talking work work, any kind of work you're doing. How much more efficient you have become at work in the computer. Podcast at RetroRPG.net. No, no, don't. Or RetroRPG at gmail.com. I haven't gotten any emails from that for a while, but then again, we don't plug it anymore. Okay, okay, I can't even talk about it anymore. I'm just just exhausted. You exhaust me. So where'd we leave off? I don't know, I just ex- explained how I've been leveling stuff up. I still got destruction in like level 70 something maybe. So now what I do, I got that I got that Shadow Me or horse from uh, Dark Brotherhood and I just cast flames on it. <laughs> yeah, Hold that's on, yeah. I don't want to open it. Is another with no. Willful Brimley. <laughs> Look at it go. <laughs> What is so funny about this? I don't this? know. It's just so dumb. There, look at that one. <laughs> it's going to melt. What? You got another one? I swear. This is what I'm talking about, people. This is what you need more monitors for. We can't even get through a show. Yeah, I have, distract- <laughs> you, I have Audacity call- on one monitor and the image board on the other. I know, and you have like... <laughs> I know, and while we're talking, while I'm talking, you're completely distracted with something else. Uh, d- the whole time I've been doing other stuff. I just don't know how you do that. <laughs> I remember these candy bunnies. Why do they got to be hollow? They're always hollow. You want them solid chocolate? You know would, how- oh, that kicks so much ass. What the hell is with these gifts? How many torture devices are they using to heat? I <laughs> uh, like that one. It's like peeling off its face. <laughs> no. Just sloughing off its its face. I know it's a waste of chocolate, but sometimes it might be worth. <laughs> but hey, Easter was Sunday. Okay, so I guess it's topical. Ah, uh, that was funny. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I can't remember what I was talking about now because you're so distracted me. <laughs> oh yeah, the horse. I'm just I I'm shooting fire on my horse, to, and it barely does any damage to it. Well, my problem is destruction takes forever. So what I have to do, and I still need to get it to a hundred. Oh, that's what I... Did I tell you last time about... Yeah, I did. I told you last time about the whole uh, companion thing. Catching that guy on fire for a while, and then all the other companions walked out and caught on fire and were getting pissed at me. <laughs> no, you didn't tell me this. I didn't tell you this? You didn't tell me this. On the last did. show, we didn't talk about how I'm trying to level destruction, right, to 100. <laughs> no. So I, ha- I have the full set of destruction armor, so it costs me zero. And I'm like, well, who? I need to find somebody, some rube I can just continually <laughs> cast on, and you won't die. And then I looked online, and I sent, they said, oh, the first time you join the companions, they want to test your strength by you getting a little sword battle with a oh, guy. Oh yeah, that guy. So I go out in the back, and but the problem is he doesn't he doesn't kick like magic, so magic doesn't hurt him. So he just he's like he wants you to hit him with a sword. So what happens is I'm dual. Casting fire on him, lighting him up like a candle. Just piss him off, though. He doesn't want. Yeah, and he he keeps trying to pull. All he does is sheath and unsheath his horse, uh, his sword. (laughs) He just keeps taking his sword in and out. He just does not. He never even hits you. It's like his sword's having sex with the scab. He's just. He's like totally confused because he's just being lit up on fire, not doing any damage to him. 
But he does move around a bit, so you got to keep redirecting the fire flow, or else he will hit his take he'll do hit you with a sword until you get the get the fire on him again. Then he keeps putting the sword in and out. So I'm hitting him with this, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like uh, it was like nighttime when I was doing it, and it takes forever. Destruction is like restoration. It's so slow at building up, so I got it just. Boom, burning them like a candle. And I'm reading a book, you know, just I have this sound down just a little bit so I can hear it. So I know when he's out of the range and he starts hitting me with the sword because he moved away from my fire, I could redirect it. Because I got both my uh, my uh, mouse uh, buttons taped down with scotch tape so I can <laughs> keep hitting him so I don't have to use my fingers to hold down the thing because I just want to get this leveled up and done with this stupid destruction magic. Anyways, I'm just sitting there. And I'm reading my book, and, you know, he's uh, he's getting hit with fire for, it feels like forever, like 30 minutes or who knows how long it takes forever to level up. And all of a sudden, I hear a bunch of people screaming, like, hey, what the hell? And they're all getting all mad. <laughs> and I look up, and I got, like, six of the companion guys all attacking me. And I realize it's morning. It's early morning, and they all went outside to hang out and chat near uh, the area. And they just walk in the way of my flames against this guy, and they all start getting caught on fire, so they're getting pissed off. So now, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm ruining it. So I stop, I stop the fire thing, and I start attacking this guy with my sword to make him, like, okay, so I can beat him. But now he won't acknowledge it. Like, something broke where I keep hitting him with the sword, but, like, it won't move on to the next thing. Because he's now I think he's really pissed at me because all the other companions are pissed at me because I was attacking him. I accidentally burnt one of the companions to death, so he's on the ground. <laughs> so now I realize I'm really screwed. So I run out of Skyrim. I just start hauling ass out, and they're all chasing me out of this guy, out of out of out of White Run. Excuse me. So I I get out of the White Run and I fast travel away real fast when I get far enough away. So then I fast travel back right. <laughs> Into Whiterun, and then I walk up to the companion place. Now, I don't know how they're going to react. The guy still has an arrow over his head that I had to fight him, right? <laughs> but I ran away from him, and his entire fleet of companions. I hope I don't. I hope I didn't ruin the whole companion quest thing. So as I'm walking up to the back area, there's the dead body, right? Of the guy I fried and killed on accident. <laughs> and there's two. And there's two companion guys, and they're kneeling down, like next to the dead body. They're kneeling down, like they're praying or something, because one of their companions fell and I'm like oh shit they're going to be pissed so I walk up to him and the guy that has the arrow over his head turns around to me oh and he says oh congratulations you uh yeah you beat me at the and I'm like what the hell so that so now I'm joined the only problem is I can't keep attacking him anymore he was he was my rube that I was going to just keep hitting with fire now I'm past that point so now I'm using I have to use shadow mirror I have to use my horse to level up no you can't use it on your companion because if you Hit the companion, it'll kill it. Yeah, now he'll get pissed and actually attack me, and I'll and they'll all attack me if I just hit him because he's not expecting it anymore. Oh, that's funny. I um, I don't know how my my Skyrim story for this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but I obtained a bounty in Whiterun, and I was wandering around the whole time with a bounty, not knowing. But all the guards kept saying, "Hey, I know you," and I'm think every time I walk by a guard, they say, "Hey, I know you," and I was like, "What?" The- They've never said that before. Oh, boy. Don't talk to them. I, I, I didn't talk to them, except everybody uh-huh. kept saying, hey, I know you. And then when I was out wandering around in Skyrim, I found some noble on a horse being led by some random guard. Oh, isn't that guy such a dick? He is such a dick. 
I haven't killed him yet, but I sure want to. <laughs> Next time I see him, I'm going to shoot him off that horse with an arrow. Hit him right in the bald head. I, I walked up to him to say hi, and he said, Get the fuck away from me, or I'll have my <laughs> guard kill you. That's what he basically... He's like, hey, asshole. <laughs> like, what, dude? I just wanted to say hi. Jesus, fuck. I think first I'm going to kill the horse he's riding on. The horse he rode in on, and then I'm going to chase him <laughs> down and bludgeon him to death with something. Well, I talked to his guard, and mm-hmm. the guard, he said something and uh, about my bounty. And I'm like, I have a bounty? When the hell did this happen? I still have no idea how it happened. You probably stole something and somebody saw you, but you didn't r- realize. I, how I, much was the bounty? F- four gold. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, you stole. You, what did you steal? A dagger? I, mean, you stole I have something. no idea what I stole. I I don't know what I stole that was so menial to be to have Just a bounty four put on gold. My for four gold. That's bizarre. I still had the bounty to this date. Still had the bounty on me. But when the guard, oh, you haven't paid it off. No, I didn't pay it off. And when I talked to the guard, I I can't remember what he said. But the response I chose was, "I really don't have time for this." And I'm assuming you don't you don't either. And he said, yeah, you're right. Just get out of here before I change my mind. I still have the bounty on me. Yeah, I did that same thing at once, too, and it works. Where you can kind of persuade him to, like, yeah, you know, I, I, this isn't worth the time. Yeah, if, if your bounty is low enough, I'm thinking it's... Probably. If you wander into town with a thousand gold bounty, I don't care who you are. If I know, if, if I'm in the town and I see you walk in and I know there's a thousand gold bounty on your head, I'm trying to kill you. There's no persuasion. That's a thousand gold. Oh, I did no one. I did. Uh, you can get away with it on the thieves guild. Once you complete all the thieves guild stuff, you get another option. So, like, I was in. A, I was doing a dark brotherhood assassination thing, or I, I killed somebody in some town. Just went up to him and just some some chick walking in Dawnstar. So I ran up to her and I just start slashing her throat open, like you know how <laughs> those cutscenes. I went yeah. behind her and I just totally cut her throat open and dropped her right in front of everybody like nothing like I'm a badass <laughs> and they're all they're all pissed like what the hell they're like all the guards are running over like and I unsheathe my weapons I put them away uh, and, or I sheathe my weapons and they, and they say to me uh, they, they give you the option like what are you gonna, are you gonna go to jail and all this stuff and I say hey I'm a member of the thieves guild like, don't we have some leeway here and they said yeah okay 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 but don't do it you know keep it down or whatever they don't so, because you're a member of the Thieves Guild, you can get away with some shit mm-hmm. in certain towns. I think I had to pay a little gold, but it's like, hey, come on, I'm uh, I'm a member of the Thieves Guild. I can kill somebody in broad daylight and just get away with it. That's funny. Just throwing money around. I think that's one of the um, Steam achievements is to get a thousand gold bounty in every city. I haven't done that. I haven't done that either. I haven't, I haven't, tried to, I haven't been trying to be a dick for the most part. I might do it. I've decided yet. Yeah. I think I'm done. I need to go to bed. Yeah, we're at, we're at hour five now, so I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, you're three hours behind me. I gotta get up in six hours. What's your excuse? I gotta get up. I gotta get up uh, in twelve or eleven hours. So I need to sleep for ten or so, just to get even. You sleep way too goddamn much. I will I'm get five s- hours of sleep at the most tonight. I am a sleep junkie, man. And knock that shit off. Uh, cause I, you know, I got the blackout curtains and everything, and that's not even keeping enough light out. I put so many pins around that into the wall with those blackout curtains around, just to get as much light as possible closed. But I'm like, okay, that's not, that's good. But on a bright day, it still will light up my room, so it's, I can see. My eyes can adjust. I want it to be so dark, my eyes can't adjust for the room. So no matter if I'm sitting there with my eyes open. I'll never be able to make out anything in the room. 
that's how pitch black I want it to be. So now I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take down those blackout curtains that I've had up there forever. And I'm going to put basically that aluminum foil that you get in those sheets. I'm going to shred that out because that will block out even more yes. around the edges. And then I'll put the blackout curtains on top of that wow. and, and pin them in. And that should eliminate all light. And then what I'll do is for the door for my bedroom, once I got closed that, I'll put a towel underneath on the bottom. So it blocks out the light that might come in through the door bottom. So you're aiming for just complete and utter cave darkness. That's right. I want to be, this is, I told you about this story when I was in my apartment. Uh, this is a few years back. I had the blackout curtain, so it was like, it was like a cave, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't see anything. And I had uh, like a night terror. I had a nightmare where I woke up and I thought there was something in bed like attacking me, like bugs or something crazy was in bed, right? Because I was still in that like nightmare mode, so I got up. I panicked. I got up and I'm out of bed and I'm running out of the room. And I've, this has happened before with me. I've, I had night terrors or whatever. But this time I didn't run out of the room. I ran into the closet and I slammed the closet door. And then I'm trying to look for the door to get out. Or oh wait, I'm 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 in, I'm in a panic and I'm knocking I'm knocking all my clothes out. I'm knocking all my clothes off the hangers and shit because I'm in a panic to get out of the room. You ended up in the clo- I, You tried to get out of your room through the closet. Uh, yeah, I thought I was, and, and I'm panicking, <laughs> trying to find the door. But I'm running into clothes and shit. So, and literally, I'm doing that for a couple. Like I don't know. It felt like forever, but it's probably only like five to ten seconds. And then I stop myself in mid clothes ruffle, and I'm like, "Get a fucking hold of yourself." <laughs> it was just a dream. <laughs> and I go, I go back in my room, turn the light on, like, yeah, there's nothing there. It was just a dream. And I look in my closet. looks like a fucking tornado was in it. <laughs> and I'm like, you're such an idiot. You are such an idiot. So maybe, maybe having such a pitch black room isn't the best idea for that. But, man, does it help on sleeping perfectly. <laughs> if your body thinks it's night all the time, you're going to sleep a ton. I just don't like being Sleeping? blinded. I want oh, to wake either. up on my own. I don't want the daggone sun to wake me up. But then again, my retarded work schedule. Yeah, see, you're on a different schedule where you might actually get woken up in the morning by the sun. Yes. I I need to I need to sleep during the day, so I'm trying to keep the sun out all the time. And it's not even sunny out here. You know, it's like cloudy and rainy all the time. Even then, there's too much light. Uh, fucking having to be in darkness all the time. Let me tell you something. If you're going to do that to your room, you need to do that to the guest room, too. So when I go back up there... You don't on. like the... No, I don't like being woke up by the sun. That that room, the one the guest that room you stayed sucks. in, is so bright. I hate it. It's beyond bright. That room. You didn't like that room because of the windows. Yes, I didn't like the windows. The, you had the windows way the fuck up at the ceiling. Well, you had those ones up top that don't have any shades or anything. Yeah. Yes, it, it, you had you had blinds on the main windows, and then there was the windows up at the ceiling. I'm thinking, that's well, what that's the fuck's the keep... point of the damn shades if you got the windows up there? Don't ask me. That's what came with the place. You think I'm hanging other stuff up? I'm well, such a minimalist. Well, why don't you decorate I... the guest room? I decorated my spare bedroom. I did. You know what I put in there? What did you put I in? I put in an air bed for you. Uh, That's the decoration. I bet it's I bet it's deflated now, too. I Actually, I put it away. I wasn't that lazy. But it's still an empty room. Man. I, I, You're I right, know but I it is you, super I... bright in there. It is extremely bright. Like, for my computer room, it never gets that bright in here. But that room, maybe just because it's just bigger windows or that top portion, the sun isn't even on that side of the house, and it's still blinding to be in that room. <laughs> when I, when my parents stayed out here, I, I stayed in the guest room. They had my bedroom. And I slept on the airbed, and oh man, I'd wake up to uh, like the sun 
I wake up to be on fire. Why, why would you do that? What do you mean? Let them let them sleep in your bed. They wanted to. But they fucked in it. That's that's <laughs> great. Absolutely great. <laughs> I somehow doubt that since you know yeah, there's current situation. Yeah, can, considering. But uh, yeah, because I wanted I wanted to stay in my bed. You shit me. I'm not gonna give my bed up for nothing. They didn't want to. They didn't want to sleep on the air bed or whatever. Yeah, you just look at them and say, "Well, tough shit." Go find <laughs> hotel the, down uh, the road. The closest hotel. Yeah. Nah. Just be. Yeah, that's why I gave you the air bed. I ain't gonna give you my bed. Shit. That air bed was pretty comfortable. It's nice. It was the nicest one I could get at. It's uh, noisy as hell though. Oh, if you roll around yes. a lot, yeah. And it's got a leak in it, so I have to fill it every. Day, if you're sleeping on air it. mattresses, or there, I don't think it's possible to have an air mattress longer for the for then longer than a week without it developing a leak. That's what it is. A, the, a week, it'll be almost fully deflated. Every day, I fill it up to where it's really tight because I like it to be really firm. And then once you wake up, like it's already down a little bit, just a tiny bit. Nah. Wow, I'm sure people are on the edge of their seat on this one. I know. You guys want to hear more about airbeds? <laughs> Speaking we of get into uh, this? bright light, I told you I installed a dimmer uh, switch in my bathroom. Why? Do you like moonlighting and listening to Barry Manilow when you take a shower and shit? No, because when I wake up, I don't like to be blinded by turning on the light. I know, it is kind of, especially when I'm in like a cave, like it's hard to like just flip on the bathroom light and just fall to my knees screaming. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah! Well, install a dimmer switch then. They're not yeah. hard to install. So you just get it, like, just where the light's barely on? Like, all right, there we go. Yeah, well, what I'll do, what I've work started it, work doing, it up. I'll, I'll get it to where the light is just barely on, and I can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then as as I'm showering, I'll just stick my hand out real quick and just tur- turn the knob up a little bit to where it's the lights are, like, ha- half power by the time I'm done. And that way okay. I can go to work and not be blinded. You should install dimmer switches in your house, I'm telling you right now. Those things are the best thing ever. Yeah, maybe. It's a, You can have a, a full on and off one, right? Or is it just the dimmer? Well, the long switch? Well, mine's the uh, the rotating switch knob. I'm going to eventually okay. uh, um, switch out the knob for a um, a more classier up and down s- switch. But <clears throat> the, the knob... Yeah, where you have a normal switch and then the up and down thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you can have on and off and then you can have dim. Yeah, okay. It's it's not one or the other. You, you have both. Yeah, I like that better. This is just riveting podcasting. Yeah, I know. Putting people to sleep. Shit. No, I need to get to bed. I was supposed to be in bed an hour ago, goddammit. I'm sorry. You wanted to record. I'm sorry. Yeah, earlier. Hey, I told you it was going to be later. You're lucky. <sighs> Didn't know it was going to be this late. Oh, my God. All right, well, I got nothing else. I think I'm about to say done. Yeah, I said this. Let's call this a done. All right. Well, this is episode four of Skyrim Archives. My name's Derek. My name's Don. And bye. Bye.